Angel Heart Radio programs should not be used to replace your legal or medical advice. The Ascended Master Series is a brand new Angel Heart Radio production. In this series, we are going to help you to connect on a very deep level with nine Ascended Masters, who they were when they walked the earthly plane and who they are now on the divine plane and how you can connect with each of them every single day. Welcome everyone to Angel Heart Radio. You are our focus. We want you to know that you matter in the world and that you're important to the world. We're here to remind you of just how valuable and needed you are right now. Help us to help others. If you like what you hear, tell your friends, post, tweet, pin, let everyone know how amazing Angel Heart Radio is. So again, welcome to Angel Heart Radio. Powered by Love, Angel Heart Radio is sponsored by angellight777.com. Hello and welcome to all our very treasured listeners all around the world. This is Anaya Joy Halili speaking and we are delighted to be bringing you this edition of the Ascended Masters series. We are looking at featuring, I should say, we are featuring St. Francis of Assisi on this and what an amazing, beautiful, lovely energy I'm getting every time I connect with St. Francis Lisa. Please introduce yourself. Namaste. I'm Lisa Ellis, Angel Specialist and Intuitive. I'm a registered Diana Cooper Foundation Angel Teacher, a registered Karuna Reiki Master Teacher and a certified Theta Healer. I'm also co-host of the Angel Heart Radio Shows, the Archangel Series, um, uh, sorry, excuse me, <laughs> got myself a little caught up there. The Ascended Master Series, we did the um, Archangel Series last year, and also Angel Life. Yeah. Um, you can find out more about me and my work at www.feathersofanangel.com. Oh, that's so awesome. I always, I always throw you a bit, don't, don't I, when I, I deviate from the usual <laughs> intro in the beginning. <laughs> Um, it's fantastic it's fantastic to be here with you, Lisa. Um, my website, everyone, is angellight777.com. Now, I just want to spend a moment to share with you all some of the other fabulous things we have happening on angelheartradio.com. As Lisa mentioned, the Ascended Master Series. Oh, what an... Sorry, the Archangel. I'm doing it now, Lisa. The Archangel <laughs> Series has been such a massive hit. Every week, every single day, people are listening to those episodes because they're so easy to find and so full of amazing channelings, um, guided meditations and relaxations, uh, information. Uh, and you can get those links so easily at my website, angellight777.com. You'll see the Ascended Masters Series tab. And you can go to Lisa's website as well, feathersofanangel.com. And it's in your free stuff section, Lisa. Yes. Yes, there's a tab for, I believe I've set up a separate page for the Archangel Series. There's also an Angel Heart Radio uh, tab on there too. Fantastic. And of course, you and I, along with Trudy Griswold, also bring the Angel Life Hour once a month to Angel Heart Radio. And that has been going. We've been doing that for the entire year. Did we start this year or last year? It was this year, I believe, yeah. This year, yeah. So that's been absolutely wonderful as well. Now, we have uh, Annette McCoy in the United States. That's going to be Tuesday evening. And in uh, Australia and um, New Zealand and the UK, that is Wednesday morning. Now, Annette is fantastic. She has a series of regular guests. And we have uh, our resident astrologer and kinesiologist and also her mystery guests. As well. They are always inspiring and uplifting and so much great information so if you're wanting to speak to an astrologer or a kinesiologist you can call into her shows and they will be more than happy to assist you in any way they can the call-in number is we've got two uh, USA 714-583-6858 and 347 202 
0262. So it's really easy to call in. And of course, Deb Goldberg. Oh my God, I love Deb Goldberg as well. I'm so thrilled with these amazing people that we have on Angel Heart Radio. And you can catch Deb's program uh, again in the United States and Canada and on that timeline she is on Friday mornings which is Thursday sorry Friday evenings which is Thursday mornings here in Australia all these timelines Lisa sometimes I don't know where my head is (laughs) is it in the USA Uh time is it in Australia time I don't always know Mm, lots of good things coming up there so, Lisa, St. Francis, I am loving the feeling I get from this beautiful Ascended Master. Yes, yes, um, very lovely energy. Mm. So do you want to share what you uh, know and have learnt about St. Francis with everyone to begin the show? Okay, well, what I've um, learned in an intellectual sense about St. Francis. He was born in 12th century Italy. Um, His mother was French and his father was Italian and he lived a very prosperous, um, exciting, lucrative life, you could say. They were well off and he enjoyed the the fruits of of his father's extremely successful um, silk merchant business. And he was... um, handsome and loved fine clothes and he spent money lavishly but as time progressed he had some experiences that made him completely turn around his attitude to people who didn't have money people living in poverty he um, was taken prisoner on a military expedition and spent a year as a captive and it was it is generally believed that his spiritual conversion was started at this point and was a gradual process from there on. He just moved into it. He grew into his spirituality. And he, he did return to his carefree life, but um, he, um, he had a vision when he was, um, made, that made him return to Assisi, and that was, that was the, the turning point for him. He devoted himself to helping the poor. Um, Mm. He, he asked God for enlightenment. He had visions. He was he was just such an amazing person. He was just born to lead. I feel he was born to lead us in a way that I think should be celebrated more. You know, the um, I'm not saying this is the sort of life we should all aspire to, but the humility, the poverty, the genuine desire to help. Um, I I totally respect where he was coming from in that sense. It was just like he was a humble man. He didn't put himself above the people he was trying to help. He just genuinely wanted to ease their burden. Mm. And this is the really interesting thing for me, Lisa. When I look at it, was the same when we did um, when we did the Buddha. He had you know, very yes. similar beginnings. Uh, yeah, uh, and when I look at um, you know. St. Francis, as, as we're looking at, as we're featuring him today, when I look at St. Francis's life from what I've read on the internet, because I knew virtually nothing about him in terms of facts about his life, um, someone like that who is so compassionate about their own divine calling that they are willing to leave their luxuries behind and there was you know and and go into that poverty now i'm not saying we have to have a pov- a poverty experience or a pov- oh. poverty mentality but for these particular people it was such a calling for them they were so prepared to move fully and embrace their calling that inspires so much mm. yes very much he was very mm. truly and completely sincere about his passion for helping the poor and serving God or Creator. Yeah. And, you know, from what I've read as well, and, and when I'm having communications, my own personal communications with Sir Francis, I get the very strong impression that Jesus was like a brother to him in, the, in terms of closeness. Wow. Uh, he really you say loved. That. Yeah. Because what just came to me while you were speaking just before I feel there's a great affinity between St. Francis and a future ascended master's master and that is Padre Pio I just feel like the, ah. it's just this 
you so it's like a repeating pattern amongst these great ascended masters their compassion their love their willing their willingness to serve it's just like and quite often they did have luxurious um wealthy lives when they were young but they they sought something deeper and more and that was the the desire to serve yeah and truly serve. Serve from yes. that place of deep love and respect and honour really for what they really felt yeah. and believed. Yeah, was, was their calling, their purpose. And, you know, it's such a fascinating thing when we're looking at um, religious spiritual leaders uh, like um, um, St. Francis because I myself am not a person of religion but I am a, a, a person mm. of faith. And it's wonderful because I love the fact that we don't have to be separated. You know, we can have a person who is devoutly religious listening to our program and someone who is not religious at all yet has a great, you know, connection and love of God and Jesus and all those beautiful beings uh, who are creator. I mean, to be close, to have that connection for me is so powerful to know the angels for example because you know we you know we work a lot with the angels lisa for me the angels are the joyful creations of the creator as we all are we can we can embrace that joy that peace that compassion that love mm. that's what we're mm. here to do that is what we are doing in our own ways each and every day Sometimes we feel like we're hitting the mark. Sometimes we feel like we're miles from it. But that's all okay. Yes. Very, yeah, beautifully put. That's exactly it. And, you know, again, this is what we're looking at with um, St. Francis and the border. And, of course, we've got some Padre Pio coming up. It, these these people, when they walked the earth, weren't just born into a state of this they weren't born into a state of um, religion they weren't born they were born as people and that's why I love featuring the ascended masters because it shows us as people that regardless of our life's circumstances regardless of where we are right now we have the capacity and the ability to form extremely deep connections with the beautiful being, whether we call it God, creator, the universe, nature, I don't think that matters, Lisa, for me. It's all about mm. how we connect and how we can serve ourselves, our lives, our fellow person, the planet, how we can move forward and bring more and more light, more and more peace to the everyday Yes, I think that's one of the lessons yep. I've taken from the Ascended Masters in being part of creating this series is like just that it it just takes one human being to make a difference. I mean, like just living your yep. life and being the light, um, be the change that you want to see in the world, as as Mahatma Gandhi said. You know, it's just like it just takes one person, and you can you can in, in, inspire a massive change in humanity. Absolutely, um, I created a meme which is available on Facebook, um, facebook.com forward slash Angel Heart Radio. And now, in my research, uh, Lisa, uh, I have read a particular. Uh, excuse me, I've got um, something in my throat. Hang on a sec. And we'll just wait for Anaya to come back. She'll be just a moment. She's um, just got a little, I think they say, frog in her throat. <laughs> I did. So I actually thought I'd muted myself for the clearing of the throat, but I think I actually muted myself for the speaking part. Um, so reading, <laughs> reading on the internet, I came across um, a site where it's claimed all the um, popularly believed quotes from St. Francis were actually from St. Francis. 
um, that they were from the Bible. I'm going to come, I'm going to move forward and say that the quotes I'm going to offer today from St. Francis, um, if you believe that they are from uh, the Bible or elsewhere, that's absolutely fine. Please go with what feels right for you. But I loved this quote and it really ties in with what you were saying, Lisa. Sanctify yourself and you will sanctify society. So when we look at what sanctify means, to make sacred, to stand in mm. the beauty of our own sacredness. So when we bring that to ourselves, as you said, we then begin to inspire. Not only are we holding more light and raising our own vibration and the vibration of the entire planet, we are a living example of peace. I love that. This lovely. Yeah. Okay, so some of the other uh, beautiful experiences I've been personally having with St. Francis as I've been tuning into his energy and asking for messages that he wants to share with everyone through us on today's program. The main feeling and message I got, and I'm getting even now as I speak to you from St. Francis, is that of allowing ourselves to step out of the illusion of separation, of seeing the differences in ourselves and people, even the differences between ourselves and the trees and the animals. Because what he said to me was, when you come from a different perspective, everything begins to drop away, all the so-called uh, reasons how we are different. And what really starts coming more and more obvious and more and more to the fore is the energy that we are is across the board. There's a ripple. And you know how you see a ripple on a pond, Lisa? And then the sun hits those ripples and, wow, the fragments of light that just bounce off. Mm. He's basically showing mm. me that that ripple on the pond, if we look at that as source, and as the light hits it and the, and the, vibe, and the beautiful light that bounces off all that light is us and we've come here to remember that hmm to walk yes. in that love to be that yep yep now we actually have a caller on the line which we don't often have on the ascended master series lisa and we've got Jeannie on the line so i think it's a really great time to bring Jeannie on and ask how we can help her okay. Hi, Jeannie, we've got you live on here Yes, good after well, good evening. I'm going back to the afternoon. <laughs> well it's morning for us and afternoon for Lisa. We've got three time zones going here. <laughs> yes. How's everyone? How can we assist you today, Jeannie? Oh, Great, thank well, you. whatever um the spirit leads you to for me. Okay. So I'd like to ask you this question. And that, well, I've asked you, I'll ask you to do something first. Now, just for a moment, close your eyes. Just feel how your breath is in your body. Maybe put your hand over your heart and feel it beating. Just to anchor yourself in to your own rhythm, your own wisdom, your own connection. Can you feel that? Yes. Yeah. From this place, you can access the wisdom that you are carrying within you in every moment. So I'm going to ask you the question, what is it that you are most yearning to move through? My career. Okay. So, mm. now... Let's talk about St. Francis and how he can help you with that. As Lisa mentioned at the top of the show, um, you know, he had, he's had, he had many experiences in his life, all the way from great luxury to being a prisoner to being uh, living in poverty. Or physical poverty, but not spiritual poverty, because he didn't do that, you know, as he moved into that. Yes. And it sounds and like the... <laughs> See, there you go. You're here by divine direction, aren't you? Mm -hmm. So let's just call on St. Francis and ask 
that he bring you a message that you will easily understand. And everyone listening, you can do this as well. This is a great opportunity, Lisa. Are you happy for me to go here now? Sure, yeah. Okay, fantastic. Okay, let's just make this a beautiful experience for us all. And instead of saying your name, oh, actually, I will say your name, Jenny. Okay, take a breath and let's do that process again. Feel your breath, everyone. Feel your breath in your body. Put your hand on your heart and feel it beating. Feel it speaking to you and know that you were divinely able to receive guidance and love and messages directly from your own inner wisdom which is source, God, Creator. It's called on St. Francis. Jesus is so important today as well. And we ask you, what now? How do I move beyond this? What is the step I need to take to help me gain clarity, more peace, so that the action steps when necessary are clear to me and I feel more trust in my ability to take them. And feel the loving light, the benevolence of this loving light that comes directly from God, directly from St. Francis, beaming into you now. Loving you, supporting you, and enabling you to feel confident and sure, and great compassion for yourself as well as for others, so that everything you're struggling with becomes more manageable and you feel an ease about it dropping away and letting it go and moving forward with surety and peace and calm for your inner wisdom is the place to seek the answers to the questions that you're asking This wisdom does not come from your mind. It does not come from a book. It does not come from the internet or from others. It comes from the beautiful well of spiritual knowledge that you embody and are able to tap into at any moment you are willing to leave your mind out of the equation and this spiritual knowledge is particular to you everything you need you carry the support that will best bring you to a place of peace within your own being we call that in now We allow to rest everything else, all the voices, all the advice, all the fear and worry, that ego mind that says, hey, but what if? And your heart answers, shh, shh, for you within you in each and every moment your sure pure deep connection to your creator and thereby your creative 
energy. And as you feel this information, this knowledge, this wisdom, this energy flooding your entire being, give a moment of thanks, of gratitude. and bringing all that with you. Come back. Feel your body's rhythms, your breath, your heart, where you're standing, where you're sitting, bringing the best of all of that back with you. Take it in and seal it in your heart space. And again, give thanks. And welcome back. Are you feeling, Jeannie? Yes. Welcome. How are you feeling about the question you asked before we had that beautiful experience? Uh, 100% better. The answer came to me to have patience. Good. Perfect. Um, I'd just like to share, while you were connecting so beautifully with Anaya's guidance, um, I asked for an animal totem to step forward that would represent your situation and what you most need to know about it. I'm so glad you got your answer for yourself. But if, in case you're interested, the animal that came forward was actually an Australian bird, a very beautiful one, the white sulphur-crested cockatoo. And I've just referred to um, totemtalk.ning.com. Cockatoo can be seen as a messenger of light at the end of the tunnel for anyone who is lost in their own personal darkness. Things are going to get better. Okay. Mm. And... I don't know whether you're familiar with how the cockatoo looks, but it's a be it's quite a large bird. It's a beautiful bird, white with this amazing yellow um, feathers that run almost like a mohawk, Lisa. And, yeah, and when they hair. lift yeah. them up, <laughs> yeah, yes, they're beautiful. So there it is. Look at that. There's your beacon. There's your light. Go with okay. that. Great. Thank you, Lisa. That was wonderful. And I'm so delighted, Jeannie, that you are, now you have that feeling. And of course, you can listen to this. Uh, I will lift this off, add some music to it, and make it a standalone uh, guided experience. And I'll put it on my website in my gifts for you at angellightrip.com. Okay, so you can either listen to it on the show or you can go there next week and you can get it there as well. So it's great to be able to just tune in and have that moment, have that that experience that you are already connected to yourself because Lisa you and I are so passionate about helping people um, to be able to do this for themselves aren't we mm. yes absolutely mm. so for you Jeannie the fact that you can now move forward from here uh, with that uh, beautiful feeling I'm really excited about I'm very grateful for. Thank you, ladies. I really appreciate. And thank you, Jeannie, because, see, you've called in today and said, okay, we're speaking to you, but you are helping other people as well. What you bring to everyone else with your question is a, is a, is a light, a pathway, an opportunity for them to also receive some guidance, some support, and a way to connect to themselves as well. So thank you. Okay, thank you. Have a beautiful evening. Thank you, and thanks for Bye-bye. tuning into Angel Radio. We really, really, really appreciate it. Thanks, Jeannie. Lots of love. Good night. Good night. Good night. Oh, I feel so much better. 
<laughs> I have that that lovely. It's almost like swimming in lovely, warm, syrupy water when I go into that beautiful connection. Mm. Uh, and and this is again what you and I love to do to help people, and that's why the Ascended Master series has become important to us, uh, Lisa, because we are able to help people to understand that people who have previously walked this earth and have had their own uh, ups and downs, their own human experience, uh, understand us very, very well. And they are not, you know, um, I don't ever recommend that this is your this is your God, this is your creator, this is your, you know, I always say this is your, this is your supporter. They're here to help you if you'd like to ask mm. them to show mm. you how to go forward. Mm. Oh, absolutely wonderful. Wow, we're halfway through the show already. That oh, goodness. Yes, amazing. we are too. Mm. <laughs> yes, it is. It's hard to imagine. Yes, yes. It goes I've received so some um, so, channeling from St. Francis that um, I think it will, hopefully it's going to be relevant to many people, uh, but I feel it was quite specific to certain people. I can't say who. But there's someone out yep. there who was really meant to hear this message. And if you're drawn to listen to this show, whether you're listening live or on replay, and this resonates with you, it's a message from St. Francis for you. He, he was quite specific about it. Um, the first one, um, I saw like a moon in shadow, like a bright side of the moon and the dark side of the moon. And what was floating and drifting across the face of that moon? And at first I couldn't see what it was. And I thought, that's odd. What's, what's, what are you trying to tell me, St. Francis? And what it was was the astrological symbol for the sign Capricorn. So if you're a Capricorn and this feels right to you, the message has been what St. Francis told me was you feel for some who are Capricorn, that you've been living on the dark side of the moon. It's been tough. It's been a struggle. It's been a major challenge. You feel like you're crying in the wilderness, crying in the darkness. Well, the moon is waxing from new to full. The, the light is coming for you. The light is at the end of the tunnel, and it's going to happen by the end of the year. That That's what was quite clear for me was for Capricorns who feel like they are alone in the wilderness and struggling in darkness, don't give up hope. There is hope. There is always hope because things are going to improve by the end of the year. The other message that St. Francis gave me, now this may resonate with many. It may only resonate with one, but there's someone out there and it's interesting that this came through, um, who is really, really struggling getting their domestic chores done, their their housework or their domestic duties. And it's not about whether that's a good thing or a bad thing or right or wrong. It's that they're really beating themselves up for it. They're being extremely harsh and um, critical of themselves for not completing domestic duties. And the advice from St. Francis what I saw was uh, a woman with a big happy smile on her face. She was wearing 1950s clothing and saddle shoes and a beautiful pink apron with um, retro patterning all over it. And she was dancing. And it was about doing something to find the joy in your housework. Like put on some music when you need to do the vacuuming and dance around the lounge with the vacuum. Do what you can to make it fun because it's not, again, whether it's right or wrong that you're not doing these duties. It's the way you're beating yourself up for it. It's it's very depleting and draining on you. And if you can correct it and get your housework done in style and fun, then you've got the best of both worlds. I love that, Lisa. Well, I think it is, I mean, like, if you can make it fun, why not? You know, put on some music, mm. dance, open the windows, let exactly. the sunshine in. Yeah. And and that's the essence of joy, isn't it? How to do everyday, seemingly mundane tasks or chores in a way that they become a part of your experience and expression of the joy you have and the gratitude you can we can feel for the everyday, because that's where true peace resides, isn't it? Yes. It's just like um, I've often said 
that unless you've got inner peace, you can't find joy in the small things. It's all about finding that center. What makes you feel peaceful and good? You know, what would make you feel good about yourself? Would it be the satisfaction you mm. would get from doing the dishes or the vacuuming? If you if you reward and celebrate your achievement when you complete a task, that that is healthy and good. You might treat yourself to a lovely glass of lemonade or homemade lemonade or something like that. If you mm. if you celebrate things that you're doing, um, which is and the good thing here is not doing the housework, it's being kind to yourself. Mm. And, you know, it's so true, Lisa, because, you know, like I find vacuuming a bit of a chore, to be quite honest, but when I put my focus on that vacuuming in a different way and I don't look at what yet has to be done, but I look at every sweep of that vacuum clean, oh, that's done, mm. oh, look at that, that looks so much better, oh, I like the feeling of that. By the time I'm done, I feel really good about having vacuumed my floor, which to some may be a very mundane task, and it turns that energy... Uh, there's another quote that I really like that really works well here, and this is attributed to St. Francis. He who works with his hands and his head and his heart is an artist because then we mm. become the architect of our experiences, don't we? Yes, we are the creators of our own experience. Yeah. Mm. And that's right. And if we look at it and go, I hate doing this, I don't want to do it, I'm sick of doing it, we're never going to enjoy the fact that, hey, I've got hands to hold uh, my vacuum cleaner. I've got a vacuum cleaner. I've got electricity. I've got legs. I've got somewhere to vacuum. There are so many amazing things about the experience of the simple chores in life. And if we take that word chores and turn them into opportunities, those simple opportunities to elevate my own energy and give gratitude and thanks for everything that I actually have in my life that I'm grateful for, that make my life easy in some way or enjoyable or that I appreciate, all those doors begin to open, Lisa. Mm. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, joy is a great igniter. That was just given to me. I, I'm not quite clear. It sort of like ignites a spark deep within you. If you've got that wellspring of joy deep within you, of peace, love and joy, it just bubbles over like a spring bursting out of the ground. It's just like it enters every part of your life. Absolutely. And I love that joy is the great igniter. I think that's perfect, and, and it really speaks to me. Um, now, let's move on, Lisa, with um, one of the aspects about St. Francis that's always been so close to me is his, you know, his, his teachings around animals mm. and the environment. Yes, the very, very really famous get... as an animal-loving saint. Yeah. One of the things that he's really helped me, because I, as most of you know, I absolutely adore my dog, Sam, um, and I find it a real privilege to have his companionship, his friendship, his trust, um, the fact that he's, on a soul level, he's chosen to come and be with me and trust me to take good care of him. Um, one of the things that Francis has really helped me with, and it's really interesting, actually, um, is that there are so many things we can do to support the well-being of our animals that goes far beyond walking them and feeding them really good, healthy, whole, wholesome food and taking them to the vet if they need it. And it's simple things, Lisa. It's spending those few minutes or those um, times throughout the day and evening to actually connect and say, that I'm so happy you're with me. I want to let you know how much I appreciate you being with me. And I know you had this with Fleur, your cat that, you know, you had with you for 18 years. Yes, with with Fleur, I think the big thing was just, I mean, like some people, I understand they don't want to be bothered when they're focusing on work at the computer or whatever they're doing. But just letting your animal be near you is deeply fulfilling to them. Like Fleur used to sit on the corner yep. of my desk and it wasn't always convenient because sometimes she would lie on the keyboard demanding a pat. But um, <laughs> it was just like just having her there. She just wanted to be near me. 
and she she would sit there and curl up and go to sleep or look at me or pat a bit of paper around or something like that. If you let your animal be near you, you are giving them a wonderful treat. That's what they crave from you. They just want to be near you. Mm. That's right. They want to be, they're pack animals. And, you know, if we change the word pack to family, they're family animals. They need their family. So if you've got a dog and it's left alone all day long, um, it, it probably is not suitable for that particular dog. Some dogs seem to work okay, but some dogs, I'm lucky because I have my dog, Sam, but he also has um, the benefit of his parents, Molly and Milo, and they spend all their time together, well, lots and lots of their time together when I can't be with Sam. So if you, and maybe you're not even an animal person and you're thinking to yourself, well, this doesn't apply to me because I don't even like animals. I still feel it does, Lisa, because what it can do is it can expand our well of compassion. Say you are not an animal lover, but you can extend your well of compassion and give thanks for the animals that are with people who do love them, who do love having an animal with them. One of the quotes that's been attributed to St. Francis, I think is very relevant here, Uh, If you have men who will exclude any of God creatures from the shelter of compassion of pity, you will have men who will deal likewise with their fellow men. It's um, and this Mm. might seem quite dark, and and I hope it's not unsuitable, but they say that um, treating animals badly is the first sign in childhood that later on in life that child will treat human beings badly. if you see what I mean, it it starts with being unkind I do. to I animals, totally see and it progresses. Yeah, and it progresses to yeah. crimes against humanity, and it's just like Absolutely. exclude any of God creature God's creatures from your compassion and pity, um, because that's how your compassion will grow. You'll ex- you'll appreciate the sacredness of all life. So well said, Lisa. And, you know, I brought to mind a story that my dad told me about when I was a little girl and he saw me hit my sister and snatch something off her and he began to think about the ways that, you know, he could help me um, because obviously he didn't want to see me grow up to treat other people like that. And then he said, so one day... um, I came to him in tears and he said, what's wrong? And I said, I just saw someone kick a dog. And he said, I never worried about you after that. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. I knew that I realized that what was happening was you were going through your childhood stuff and learning how to work things out with your sister, but you had that compassion. You were going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. If someone's kind to animals, uh, I think that speaks volumes for them. Mm, absolutely. So, you know, when you see a child who may be being a little bit rough with an animal, instead of, you know, yelling at the child or smacking the child or whatever, so I know smacking's an old-fashioned thing, and most people thankfully realise that it actually doesn't teach the child anything, it harms the child. Um, there's a way of going about that. There's a way of saying, oh, listen, you know, maybe we could do this a different way. Maybe we could think about how would you feel if someone treated you that way would it feel good to you or would it feel yucky to you if the child's very young and they will probably say yucky and you can say well maybe there's a different way that we can learn to help that puppy or that kitten or that whatever so that we can we can have a better relationship with them we can help them to learn the way we want them to do something but in a kind way so we're teaching kindness, compassion, we're teaching forethought, we're teaching um, really looking at a situation laterally, how can I do this, take it all apart. There's a lot of lessons in there, Lisa. Mm. Yes, very true. Opportunity. Mm. So the thing mm. I also love about doing the Ascended Master series is these, um, when, as walking the people, walking the earth as people, you know, I mean, he walked the earth since the 12th century. You know, that's more than a few years ago and yet still today people all over the world are loved. He loved his teachings, are inspired by St. Francis and his teachings. And for me, that is a legacy that is profound and beautiful. 
Well, the um, the current well, Catholic Pope, not that, that I'm a religious person either. Uh, again, I'm also a person of faith and spirituality rather than religion. But the current Catholic Pope, Pope Francis, took his papal name from St. Francis of Assisi because of his concern for the poor. Um, apparently, when the news came through that he was to be Pope, one of the cardinals came over to him and whispered in his ear, whispered in his ear, "Remember the poor," and that was what mm. inspired him, his concern for the poor. And also, um, uh, it's just when you when you have when you have that level of compassion for all of humanity, all of the animal world, all living creatures, the environment, the living environment, as well as the living creatures. It's just like St. Francis is very inspiring to me. It's just his deep, deep wellspring of love and compassion really, really moves and inspires me. I can hear it in you, Lisa. And I I guess for me, I I have a very um, similar feeling from what I'm hearing from you. you, Not that I'm comparing... Uh, and it is that deep well of inspiration. And there was another quote that's attributed to St. Francis, which I really love. And I think it speaks to the very reason why we do what we do. And in particular today, the Ascended Master series, I have been all things unholy. If God can work through me, he can work through anyone. And, you know, you and I have spoken many times on air about our own experiences with our own lives, uh, how harsh we've been on ourselves, um, you know, the pain that we've experienced through, you know, different parts of our lives. I've spoken about the depression I've, I've had. I know you have too. And I guess what I'm taking from that now, as I look back upon my life, is something very different to what I was getting from it at the time. But I realise, you know, I look back at some of the things I've experienced or done or said in my life and for a long time I couldn't come to terms with that and I couldn't figure out how to live with that comfortably um, and move forward because I felt such remorse and anguish about it all. And Mm -hmm. what came for me, Lisa, was being able to see myself with compassion And to know that, as Oprah says, that's just a moment in time. It's a moment. But when we keep reliving it over and over... Yep, yep, no, please go ahead. Well, it was interesting that you mentioned Oprah because a wonderful quote of Oprah's that always inspired me was, um, you know, she she was thinking about her life and all the things she had been through growing up and, and into adulthood and so on. And the way she reacted and dealt with situations, it made her feel almost ashamed or like she'd handled it badly or something. But then she thought, I mm. did what I knew how to do at the time. I would do things differently now. I've learned, I've yep. grown. I did what I knew how to do at the time. So don't be hating on yourself because you felt you were – acting badly or, or or you were toxic or, you know, I mean, these are the thoughts I've had about myself at, when, back before I started my spiritual journey. I most certainly did not love myself and I could not, and it used to drive me to despair that I couldn't pull myself together and get myself sorted. It was, for me, it was a an ongoing journey. Once I found the angels and I started learning to love myself, that was the turning point. Yeah. It's a big one. It's a massively, massively oh, big perfect. one. And yeah. of course, yeah. yeah. And it's that compassion, Lisa, isn't it? It's that compassion we begin to experience for ourselves. And as we experience for ourselves, we embody that. We then have it for other people and other beings and you know, animals, the environment, situations, events. It's amazing. Mm. Mm. One of the things, and it's really interesting how Oprah popped into my mind, actually, because I can remember very vividly one day, um, oh gosh, I can't remember when it was, it was a long time ago now, maybe, I don't know, maybe 17 years ago or, or around that, and I remember 
she was she said a lot of things like you said when you know better you do better uh, it's just a moment um, and she helped me to really understand along with other people who I'd been John Bradshaw was one then of course Doreen Virtue was another great one for me Louise Hay Wayne Dyer working with the angels um, she really all of them that it's just a moment but when we hang on to that moment and beat ourselves up over it, it doesn't just become a moment. It's our life. It's the whole life. It's all our experience because everything is colored by that. And having the courage to let it go and forgive myself, that was the biggest turning point ever because it stopped being my life and it started becoming just moments that I was willing to love myself enough to forgive myself, learn as much as I possibly could from it and move on. Turn a new page, start a new chapter. Hmm. Look at us now. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew we were going to be professional broadcasters? <laughs> <laughs> Who knew, Lisa? God, I've been uh. the days I couldn't even get outside my front door. Who knew that this was possible? But it's taking those, yes. those steps to love ourselves and forgive ourselves first. When we forgive ourselves, it's much easier to forgive somebody else. Mm. Yes. And even though this is not attributed to St. Francis, it's exactly the same as his work, and that is Ho'oponopono. And I know that's not the pronunciation, but you all know what I'm talking about. That is so powerful in my life, Lisa. Yes, it's all about forgiveness. I use Ho'oponopono too. I use it daily. Um, and it's just like forgiving yourself is the first step to loving yourself um, and seeing yourself as the angels and someone like St. Francis would have seen you as a perfect creation of of creator, of source of God. I love that forgiving yourself is the first, I'm writing it down is the first step to loving yourself. Um, do you want to share with people who may not be familiar with the um, process how it works? Oh sure. Um, well, the the technique I use um, is it's simply a little four line a four sentence statement that you say. You can look at yourself in the mirror while you're saying this. Look yourself directly in your eyes in your bathroom or bedroom mirror and say these words or you can just simply simply say it. Um, you don't have to be looking at yourself. And they are, I'm sorry, please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. I'm sorry states that you accept responsibility for the life you've created, the actions you've taken. You're not blaming yourself. You're just accepting responsibility for it. Please forgive me is like letting it go. It's like I've learned the lessons I needed to learn from that stuff and now I'm letting it go and moving on. Um, I love you because love is the most healing force in the universe and thank you, expressing gratitude. Mm. It's very powerful in my life as well. And, okay, so some people might say, okay, such and such said or did this. I didn't ask them to, it was hurtful, it was unfair, why should I say please forgive me? The reason we say please forgive me, as Lisa pointed out, is if we accept or when we accept that we are responsible for everything that comes into our life, it's a big one I know, but it's a, it, it is very freeing, and on some level there is an, an aspect of responsibility because if there wasn't it wouldn't have shown up in the first place so when we're willing to do this it lets go of blame we get out of the victim mode and we release fear and finger pointing and we know when one finger points forward and the other three point back <laughs> well, that's a powerful statement mm. well I heard so a great um, were, quote it came up on Facebook um, a while back and that was forgive them not so much because they deserve forgiveness, but because you deserve peace. It's like, if you don't forgive someone, and this is a paraphrase of a quote of, of the Buddha, Gautama Buddha, um, forgiveness is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. It only hurts you. It's not going to hurt them. They're just carrying on with their lives, but it's hurting you 
in very real ways. So let it go. Absolutely. Let it go. And you know what? It's if you if we want peace in our lives, we have to be peaceful. So when we are peaceful, we make room for more peace. When we're not, we don't have the room for peace. And interestingly, uh, I, I, it was so funny actually because I posted a quote on our on our Facebook page this morning um, from the Buddha, and I also put up the link for that episode of the Ascended Masters series. So if you haven't heard that, you can get that there. And I will be creating a, a separate page on angellight777.com. I don't know whether you will, Lisa, but I'm going to create a separate page for all the Ascended Masters episodes so you can go and listen to yes. them any time. Yes, I do have Yeah, because that. it just yep. rolls... Yeah. Because they roll back and back and back um, down the down the list on Blog Talk Radio, mm. so it makes it mm. super easy to find them. Oh, this has just been such a great experience, and I want to now say to you all, we really appreciate, and we're actually I'm actually asking you to please help us get the Angel Heart Radio episodes out there. Share them with your friends, your family, anyone who you um, connect with or communicate on your social media. What we've got to offer, what we bring forward is so many opportunities and so much, um, sometimes it's just pure fun, but there's a lot of opportunities for people to move forward and and let their past go. And Angel Heart Radio is a great place to help for you to be able to do that, to get the support and assistance you need. So please share, share, share. Um, I want My goal is to reach, you know, a million people a year. That's my goal. Lisa, been wonderful sharing St. Francis's wisdom with oh, you today. Oh. Yeah. Oh, can you not hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. Oh, okay. Did I I, I cut out, did I? Just for a second. Oh, okay, great. So it's been wonderful sharing. Did, did I did I come through when I asked everyone to share Angel Heart Radio? Yeah, you did. Yes, you did. Fantastic. Because St. Francis has been talking to me about that as well, asking people to spread whatever we are doing instead of holding it to ourselves and feeling like I have to do this myself. He was a great example of of helping people to realize that when we share love and compassion, it grows exponentially instead of trying to do it all on our own. Mm. So that's yep. how that ties in with St. Francis. But it's been fantastic sharing this um, this edition of the Ascended Masters series with you today. I've loved connecting with St. Francis. Yes, so have I. So... Take this, everything you've taken from the show today, take it out into your life, into, into your world. Take down notes of anything that has particularly resonated with you so you can look at them again and again. And the great thing, of course, is you can listen 24-7. That's one of the things I love about podcasts. They're always available for you to tune in anytime you like. Lisa, is there anything you want to share before we wrap the show? Maybe anything you're doing or uh, any anything um, at all? Um, nothing in particular. It's just um, working towards the end of the year and starting to set a vision for next year, just mulling things over. And um, I'm actually planning a little retreat for myself at the end of the year over the um, summer holidays, which are in December here in New Zealand. And it's just like a couple of days spent in a very beautiful part of the country down south and just getting away and sort of like going within and connecting. So that's what I'm looking forward to. That sounds beautiful and absolutely on point with what we've been speaking about today with giving ourselves loving support. Mm. Fantastic. Mm. That's wonderful. And I just want to make mention here, everyone, that while we have the holiday season happening here, which is usually quite extended in Australia, there will be plenty of programs for you. They will be available. They will pop up. They won't be live. They'll be replayed. So while you may not see them um, on our show page, they will come up at their show times and they will all be posted on our Facebook page. Thank you so much, everyone. It's been wonderful connecting with you and sharing with you 
with you. And as always, Lisa, I love working with you. Thank you oh, for thank creating you. such a lovely show page. And we've got some Padre Pia coming up. Do you know off the top of your head when that episode is? Uh I believe it's the 28th of October, uh, said day the 28th, so I'll just double check. Um, yeah, it yep, is. I'm looking at the 28th right in Australia and New Zealand. Okay, so that's the 27th in the USA and Canada on, on, on that timeline, so that'll be St. Padre Pio. Please do join us. There's lots happening on angelheartradio.com. We've always got something wonderful for you. So as I leave the show today, as I always do, I want to remind you, to be very kind to you and take good care of you because you matter in the world and no one can do what you've come to do in the way that you've come to do it. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you. Bye, everyone. You've been listening to another fabulous program on Angel Heart Radio. Our goal is to remind you of how much you matter in the world and to let you know that we appreciate who you are in the world. You can check out who's on, when we're on, and who our guests are at angelheartradio.com. Everything is there. It's all just one click away. Angel Heart Radio programs are powerful tools to help you in your life and your life experience. They are not intended, nor should they, be used to replace your medical or legal advice. The views expressed by hosts, co-hosts, callers, guests and associates should not be construed as advice from Angel Heart Radio.